When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On the pegs, Urad kicked eight metres in front up front. Darts away's last can't win. Also well back is uh, Kiang Cedric. Also Tallulah Lee is towards the back of the field. Rocking all over the world is nearer last than first. Third quarter was in 28.1. Urad's a massive leader in the straight. The speedster out eight metres clear from direct command. Then Heavenly Brigade Yappers courage up the pegs. It's pegs, pegs, pegs in the opener. And it's Matt Craven as well. It's a local. It's Urad brilliant in the first on Cup Night by seven metres direct command. 15 away, darts away storming home out down the center of the course i think it's just got third and Ura takes out race one on terrain pacing cup night on saturday night the maddie craven trained uh four-year-old having just its fourth race start going into this uh race it's now had four starts for three wins and one second loves the short trip it's bred to get over the short out of that very fast mare arms of an angel but once he found the front saturday night nothing was getting near him got away with some really comfortable sectionals 28-4 first quarter backed him off to 29-7 maddie just let him run to keep him happy 28-1 third quarter 27-4 all the runners out the back were just struggling to get into it with that quick last half. Mile rate 153.1 at just start number four. It's pretty impressive. He's starting to work it all out. And looks like he might have a bit of a future, Roddy. Yeah, I fully agree. Going into the race, I was working, obviously, the coverage, and I was most worried about his last 400 metres because, you know, <laughs> he's used to the 1,200, so... The last 400 of the mile, I was a bit worried about, but um, that was his strongest quarter home in 27.4, and it's made me wonder if maybe he could race over the 2100 moving into the future as well. Like, he's definitely, after that run, you wouldn't consider him to be a one-trick pony. Well, he won at Geelong the previous start over the mile, so it's probably from my end, there wasn't that much of a worry. And if you have a look at the mare arms of an angel, she is uh, the mother of Ura, but the first foal is the very talented uh, Non Peril, who has who's won nine races and seven placings so far. So uh, it gets over a little bit of distance as well. So there's certainly no reason why he shouldn't be able to get out over the trip once he, he sort of works it all out. No, and I do remember the Arms of the Angel Mare. There was, I remember on social media when Alabar bred that one of the foals, I don't know if it was Non Peril or Ura, there was a follow the foal sort of campaign, and I remember one of them was born with a star on its head that looked that's a bit like a love heart. Non peril. It's interesting. Typical, typical, always be Mickey trait to have a star on their forehead, and that's non peril. Yeah, awesome. It'll be interesting to um, see how that uh, that story. Maybe we could bring back. I'll, I'm going to go look through Alibar's Twitter and see if I can bring up one of those old posts because I remember it clear as day. And also, Arms of an Angel was. Um, and El by Elsu, and Elsu was one of the great stayers of um, Australian and New Zealand racing. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting to see how Ura progresses after that run. It was very impressive. 
It certainly was. Direct Command had the lovely trip sitting on the leader's back to hold on for second. Dance Away, the favourite, was a long way off from going down the back straight when they put that speed on and just had no possible hope of winning that race, but did flash home. I know the margin said it was beaten 22.4 metres, but... The amount of ground it made up on the rest of the field was huge in the last 300 metres. It is a little black book runner going into this race and it stays in the little black book. I think it just needs a little bit more luck in running and can't wait to see it draw good. Yeah, it had to travel an extra 17 metres racing off the fence and coming wide and it came home in 27.15 itself. Um, if it was racing on the fence, its last quarter would have been 26.7. So... Taking into the conversion there, its run was huge. I think at one point it was last at around the four or 500 metre mark. So it was a very impressive run from Dance Away. Yeah, rocking all over the world was back with that horse. It's run eighth. It just couldn't quite muster up the straight the way Dance Away did, which is what made Dance Away look so impressive. As I said, even though the, the beaten margin was very big uh, from the winner, it was still very... An impressive run coming back from where it was. But uh, hats off to Ura. That was a terrific win. And Maddie would have been wrapped to get the first win on the board at his home track. Oh, definitely. And I know that we don't black book drivers, Steve. But I think we just need to put a special mention out there for Emmett Brosnan. Because he managed to get three fence from Barrier 6 with Heavenly Brigade. And it hit the wall line fair. But all the credit in that race actually went to the drive of Emmett Brosnan. So that was fantastic. And yeah, it's great to see a local win with Maddie Craven taking out the first with that race. It was a big night for the locals. We will move on to race two, which was the Pat Bellman Memorial Pace taken out by Morvar. First up, Ash Wharton. We'll listen to the final concluding stages. Morva on the home turn by four metres still cruising along from Royal Division behind second about to come to the outside a metre Kiang Jigsaw under pressure a piece of Lou coming down the centre Silver Mystique into the clear they were followed by Quiet Storm and next in the field Laurie Major. after a gap Kiang Honey Joy Morva in front though in the straights going great guns from Royal Division who's running out to the centre under pressure and Morva first up for Ash Warden and the 11 year olds too good and cruised in Morva's won it by about six metres second place will go to the favourite Royal Division, a nose in front of Quiet Storm, I think. A headaway, fourth silver mystique, fifth over. Morva taking out race two, the Pat Bellman Memorial Pace, Ash Wharton, James Herbertson. This horse first up for Ash Wharton, as you heard in the call there. Ash does a fantastic job with these older horses. I tell you, he can certainly make them feel young and fresh. Timber Lytho had this horse previously uh, up until the 21st of January. So Ash hasn't had the horse that long, but he's been able to uh, do something with it. It's a, had 169 race starts. That was its 18th win and uh, clocking up to 138000 in prize money. So it's done a fantastic job, Morva, and looks like more wins in stall. It was an up to 60 rating race for a horse that's won that many races. It certainly was thrown in to the uh, rating system very well. Royal Division worked well. It raced well, sorry, the favourite. Uh, having to do a little bit of work in the run. Quiet Storm was only beaten 7.2 metres. Uh, Silver Mystique got home okay. And then a bit of a gap further back to a piece of Luke Kiang Jigsaw, who really didn't look like he was pacing well throughout the last lap. He was hopping and bopping, going down the back straight and around the home corner. And I think they got a little bit of ironing out to do with that horse. But if he does get him uh, sorted out, the Margaret Lead team, they will get him going very well because he looks like he's got a ton of ability. But the mile rate there, just two minutes point two so it wasn't an overly quick race lead time 42.5 james hermitson kicked through found the front very comfortably 
32.8 first quarter. Second quarter, 31.1. You don't get away with a slower first half than what they did there. Third quarter, 28.4. Home in 28.1 to win by 7.1 metres. But old Morva, he's back in the winner's circle. Yeah, I pushed him a lot in burning questions and pre-race, and then I didn't put money on him. But um, he ended up winning at nice odds as well. The one thing that really interested me about this horse is obviously the trainer change, and this is no disrespect to any any trainer, but when you have an old horse that has been in the same environment for a very long time and you take them out and they have a change of scenery, I feel like it, it can sometimes just bring a new spark to their life, and that's why I was really interested in it. And Steve, I have a question for you. With this horse, they removed the... Uh, Ash had removed the bandages, the boots, um, the shin and tendon, the next track and the under check. Is there a reason they may have done this and how it could have contributed to the horse uh, maybe letting down and hitting the line so well? Yeah, well, that's a fair few gear changes there. Um, maybe he's done something with his, his shoeing or uh, maybe the horse has had, you know, issues where he's striding through and hitting himself, thus for having the bandages on. Um, not sure whether he's previously been a knee knocker or something like that, where they've had to, um, as I said, just play with their shoeing or, or what, whatever it might be. But to take all of that gear off, it sounds like uh, he's certainly done some work on this horse. So it'd be great actually to uh, speak to Ash one day and just ask him why or what sort of changes he made and, and if that's what he thinks sort of turned the horse's form around. I mean, the horse wasn't going that bad. It had won only just a few starts prior. Um but to turn up in the stable first up and, and win, then uh, he's certainly got him going well and paying, like you said, the nice odds of $9. And when you push him that hard, Bronte, you have to go up and back him yourself. I feel like I'm a bit of a bad luck charm when I back the horses I, I tip, so I usually stay <laughs> stay out of that. Mm. Um, but I'm happy for everyone that did get on. I noticed a few people had noticed and had followed my tip on burning questions. So that's the best part for me. That's good. We're, we're sort of cruising for time today. We've got a fair bit up our sleeve. We might just have a little bit of a chat before we do go to the next ad break. So you were on uh, Trots Vision Saturday night. I was on here on SEN Track. I got to flick across uh, throughout the ad breaks just to see how it was all going. The the crowd on course, was it a big crowd? Was uh, It looked like the weather was a great night for it. Yeah, the crowd was reasonable. Like, it was quite nice. I obviously stayed in my little Trots Vision studio area myself the whole night. I noticed they had a coffee van, a Chinese food van. Everyone was happy. The Queenslander in me at about uh, 8.30 started to struggle when the wind dropped and the temperature dropped and I was uh, in a very light suit. But besides that, it was an incredible night. And um, it made me feel a little bit better because I looked beside me and Toby was... uh, he was trembling a little bit from the cold. So I was like, I'm not just, it's not just a Queenslander problem right now, <laughs> but uh, everyone was in very good spirits. So it was a good night. I think one of the, my favorite country cups I have been to. So I love going out and exploring all these places. And yeah, it was a really, really good night. And so great to see all the local um, trainers and drivers having success on the night too. Yeah, it certainly was a good night for the locals. And the new stable complex, so Tarang hasn't been able to run their cup for a couple of years and uh, they're back up and running now and they've built this beautiful big stable complex. Did you get down and have a look at that before the start of the show? No, and I tried to keep like popping my head around the corner just to have a look at it. And the one thing that st- stood out to me so much was how bright it was um, for very sort of stable complex at night time to have that much space and that much light I think is so so good and innovative innovative can't say that word right now but yeah it's an incredible complex 
the track's great. It's a good size track. Everything about the complex is fantastic. I, I mean, it's probably it's located a bit far away, so they don't get to utilize it as often. But it is, um, yeah, it's incredible facilities. It's one of these tracks. I know it certainly plays leader bias, but any track now that you know within the running of these sort of times does generally play leader bias. But it's also a fair track if. If you've got a horse that can, uh, you know, you can put into the race or whatever, it's the corners and that seem really good. I haven't been to Tarang. I was working it out Saturday night when Damo Watson asked me, and I reckon it'd be about 25 years since I've driven a Tarang. So it's all changed a little bit then. But looking at the vision on Saturday night, it just looked like it's an amazing looking setup now. Oh, it's amazing. And I don't know if it's because it clo- it's close to the coast, but there was an incredible sunset. The The vision behind the horses, are, I don't know if Trot's vision picked it up as well, um, just because of the angles of where the horses were running. But the, the sky was so beautiful until the sun went down. I was, I was very impressed. I, I thought it was uh, beautiful. It's great to see um, these tracks putting in the money and doing up their stabling areas. Uh, not sure if you went down to Cranbourne last time, but uh, Cranbourne's got a brand new training complex. Uh, sorry, a stabling complex as well that looked absolutely magnificent. I haven't been to Cranbourne yet. That one's on my list of uh, places I want to check out, especially because it has the Gallops track there too. Um, I was really impressed by Yarra Valley, which is quite. Uh, one of the closer tracks to Cranbourne and how they have the Gallops track there. I find it really cool. So, yeah, I have wanted to go to Cranbourne. That was a great night of racing with Leap to Fame, though. That was... We've just had really good luck in... Well, it's not even luck. It's the hard work that all of our uh, country clubs have put into their cups recently that they have just been bang on. Every single one of them have been incredible. They have been amazing. And uh, I said last week with Toby on board, we've we've started to bring our main races in a little bit earlier. And race five for the Cup, I think, is the perfect timing. Um, I don't know if anyone spoke about it on the night or not, but just having it that little bit earlier, I think, gives families opportunities to get out, see the best horses go around, and then still be able to go home and, and not be too late. I think if we keep running our major races at race seven at you know nearly 10 o'clock at night, we're, we're just going to struggle to get crowds but uh, I'm sure the build up to the cup uh, you know being at 8.57 there would have been a fair crowd by the time the cup come around Oh definitely there was a lot of children and obviously that's an encouragement to get all of the whole family down when you don't have to have your kids staying up like you said until like 10 or 11 o'clock at night and it was um, good I think it's also great for the horses who are in the cup if you often see that the horses, the trainers like Emma Stewart or Andy Gathel, trainers that often have horses in these cups, they will arrive for race one because they'll have a horse in race one and then their their key chance in the cup has to then stay at the races for three or four hours until their particular race. And I think for that reason too, it's really good that our top quality horses aren't waiting around in the stable until the later races too. So for me personally, I think of it that way, that especially the horses that may have travelled from Shepparton or those sort of distance uh, uh, locations, the key runners in those cups didn't have to wait around in the stabling area for as long for their race. And I think that's really key because a lot of them can get quite hot. Yeah, it certainly can. They're... uh... They're primed athletes and they are ready to run and, uh, yeah, being able to get out there that little bit earlier, as I said, it certainly does help the horses, but I just think it's a brilliant way to get that crowd involvement, as I said, get those kids out there. These kids, 
they could be our next future, you know, drivers coming through, our Mark Pitts, our Herbie and, and the likes, you know, that they all started off as young kids wanting to uh, become drivers. And uh, by running these races that little bit earlier and getting more families involved, I think it's a big hats off to HRV and the racing office team to get this programming out right to to run these races that fraction bit earlier. So uh, hopefully we see more of it going forward, Bronte. Yeah, definitely. And they had the mini trotters um, sprinkled in there too, which encouraged more children. And it was from where I was standing, there was that many people lined up along the fence that I had to move to the fence myself to see the track. That was so good. And if anyone else hasn't been to Trang, I highly recommend checking it out because way from where you stand at the fence, the horses are right there. And there is just something about being at the races and being right next to the horses that just gives you a different sort of feeling. I, I love that. Um, personally there's been a few tracks I've seen like stall that have that feeling and it you just feel so connected to the the atmosphere and um yeah it was fantastic yeah, it's a big plus that we do have over our uh, counterparts of thoroughbreds is that you can get right up and close and personal with uh, with the horses and you, you feel like you're right on top of them as they thunder past coming down to the finish.